can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. Alright Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host Guy DiPlacido and the Celtics go into overtime once again, this time coming out victorious. 140 over the Charlotte Hornets, 129. 11 point victory. The Celtics played a hell of a game tonight. This was as exciting as it gets. I know the Knicks game was a nail biter going into double overtime today overall much better game in my opinion and i'm gonna break it down we're gonna start off same as usual go player of the game go through some of the good uh, in the second half we'll touch on some of the bad it'll be a fairly short second half of the podcast today but definitely have a lot of good stuff to talk about but to get things started want to go player of the game and I don't think you can go with anyone but Jason Tatum in this one. Jalen Brown had a great game. There were a lot of great performances tonight. Jason Tatum was the guy tonight. And in the entire third quarter, uh, well, actually pretty much every quarter, he had a massive scoring output. Uh, one of the things that I loved about his game today was getting to the line later in the game. It was probably third or fourth quarter. He still only had two free throw attempts, but ended up seven of seven on the day. Couple like a technical free technical foul call that he took some free throws for uh, late in the game. But end of the game, forty one points, seven rebounds, eight assists, a team high eight assists, tied with Dennis Schroeder, uh, who we'll definitely talk about. But this was just a solid performance for Jason Tatum. Uh, we've talked about sort of inefficiencies from a shooting field goal percentage perspective. Uh, tonight was solid all around. 14 of 28 from the field, 50%. 6 of 12 from 3, 50%. Uh, both phenomenal numbers. And this is what you need of this guy. I mean, obviously, he's shooting 50% from 3 is not sustainable. Uh, not by the best shooters in the league. Uh, but these are the types of performances that Jason Tatum's capable of. 40 points, got to the free throw line, 7 of 7, and is dishing out the ball. And I'm going to say this for really him and Jalen. I think they both did a very good job tonight of driving to the lane and dishing out. Uh, I know earlier, uh, it was probably second quarter when Jabari Parker was doing his thing, Jalen Brown had a couple of really nice drives, found Jabari in the corner for two, for two threes. Uh, but Jason Tatum did a great job of that all night long. Uh, whether it be finding Rob, finding JB at the very end for what was the most electric dunk over Miles Bridges. Uh, but overall, you look at Tatum's game today, there weren't any real flaws. Uh, two turnovers, which is very low. Uh, overall, just an ultra-efficient night. An ultra-efficient night, uh, which is exactly what this team needed here. So the other guy, his other counterpart here, Jalen Brown, another solid, solid game. I will say he was struggling for, you know, really the first half. Uh, had, I believe, 11 points in the third quarter, turned it up again in the fourth in overtime. 
but another just solid game. You're looking at a you're looking at a duo right now, both of which are averaging close to thirty points a game. Uh, I know coming into today, Jalen was at like twenty eight. He had what forty six and nine, and then he had another thirty tonight. So solid, solid night. End of the night, 30 points, nine rebounds, three assists, three steals, and a block. Again, super efficient shooting-wise. 12 of 20 from the field, three of seven from three. Solid, solid night. This is a this is what we've all been waiting for. I've said it in the last podcast. I've said it in several of these podcasts. It always seems like when one of them has a good game, the other one takes a night off, or maybe not takes a night off, but is a little less special than we know they're capable of. That wasn't the case tonight. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum carried this team to a victory uh, and did it in an amazing fashion. A very, very strong game from both of them. The other guy that stands out tonight, at least from a stat standpoint, is Dennis Schroeder. And he sort of carried the Celtics in overtime. He looked really, really strong. Like this is the guy that got a $20 million per year offer from the Lakers. This is the guy. Like he came out, he was firing on all cylinders tonight also. Uh, End of the night, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. Again, tied with Tatum for that lead. Uh, Also threw in a block. uh, But shooting-wise, was efficient. 6 of 14 from the field, 4 of 9 from 3, though. That's the impressive part. 7 of 8 from the free-throw line. We've talked a lot about trying to get to the free-throw line on a consistent basis. And... uh, we haven't really seen it from Tatum or Brown as much as we would like to see. Dennis Schroeder was actually getting to the line. He looked solid, solid tonight. He's a crafty, crafty dribbler. Like this is the Dennis Schroeder that the Celtics team was praying that we would see. And through the first three games, it's been tough. He hasn't, he hasn't looked fantastic. I'd say last game he looked better. The first two games were tough. Like this is a this is a great performance and you look at the way he moves the ball just like I talked about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum driving into the heart of the defense and finding guys this is what Dennis Schroeder's been doing for the majority of this season so far So while JB and Tatum still have a little ways to go Dennis Schroeder has been doing it That's been the majority of his contribution so far through this first four games. Uh, He's been driving in addition the entire time. So you look at it, it's fun to to watch him play. He will be a fan favorite at some point during this season. For the people that are kind of giving him shit the first couple of games, they're going to warm up to him fast if he keeps up playing like this. This is just a fun, fun guy to watch. Super high energy, crafty, sort of like what we saw with Kemba his first year. Uh, he's just obviously younger and doesn't have the the knee issues that Kemba had. Uh, but overall, 
one of the things that he brought to the team tonight that you know you really didn't you really weren't expecting was the three-point shooting you know we talked a lot about this in the the preseason podcast but Dennis Schroeder typically and Josh Richardson for this matter neither of which were known to be good three-point shooters their games are predicated on defense Schroeder more so is focused on driving and dishing crafty in the lane but tonight like you saw at several points whether it be Tatum Brown Marcus they would drive in dish out and he would hit the three four of nine is very efficient from three if he can put up performances like that like this is a this is a dynamic that could really really do well together uh, and that part is exciting. The other guy that you know deserves a lot of recognition here is Marcus Smart. And you look at his stats tonight, not great. Seven points, four rebounds, five assists on three of 12 shooting, one of nine from three. It's not good. Not good. However, Marcus Smart... Still is doing Marcus Smart things. It was late in the game. The Celtics were down. Marcus Smart hits a corner three, first and only one of the game for him. And then very next defensive play gets a steal. And then to cap things off, when the Hornets had the ball with eight seconds left, he forces another steal that ends the game. Like Marcus Smart is just, he's he makes the hustle plays. He makes Marcus Smart plays. You know, there's a reason that he is on this team. There's a reason that Brad Stevens extended him. There's a reason he's making that money that he just signed to. Like, he makes these effort plays constantly. And yes, the shooting performance, horrible. Horrible. I will say he moved the ball fairly well. He had a couple of plays where he was a little lax and threw the ball away. Had two turnovers tonight, but you look at the way that he impacts the game. It's all of those hustle plays that nobody else is doing. Not that nobody's capable of doing it. Marcus Smart is just a very, very strong, excellent defender. And you saw that tonight. Full, full on at the end of that game. Like he did a phenomenal job wrapping things up for us. You know, to cap things off with the starters, I gotta give a I gotta give a shout out to Time Lord because just like Marcus Smart, he makes so many plays that don't show up in the stat sheet. I tweeted this earlier, but it's absolutely incredible the amount of second chances that this Celtics team gets because of Time Lord. Whether it's offensive rebounds or tap outs, like he is constantly creating second possessions. Tonight, stat line, 12 points, 16 rebounds, including six offensive rebounds. Added in four assists, three steals. Five of seven from the field. Like this is the Time Lord that... Again, just like I said with Marcus, that deserved that extension, that got paid. 
Last night was kind of a, a dud for him. Only ended the game with six rebounds. Fairly inefficient night. But tonight, he came up huge on several possessions. Looked really good tonight. Really good. You know, that basically wraps up the starters. What we saw tonight were two other guys that stepped up in a major way. Ime stuck with his normal, like, wow, I can't say normal, but he stuck with his 10-man rotation. Some of the guys were different than what we've seen in the past, one of which was Jabari Parker. Aaron Neesmith was actually on the, the butt end of that. He didn't. He got a DNP CD tonight. Jabari Parker stepped in, took some minutes. And the minutes that he played, he was outstanding. And I will take back a little bit of the slander that I've thrown his way because I did not think that Jabari Parker was going to get playing time all year. I really didn't. End of the night, 17 minutes, 13 points on 5 of 8 shooting, 3 of 4 from 3. Also added in 5 rebounds and a block. Defensively, couple bad plays. Got beat up by Bridges a couple times. Uh, offensively, the Celtics were seriously lacking in offensive punch. And Jabari Parker came in and did everything. He had a couple threes back-to-back, a couple of nice mid-ranges, and just looked like a solid, like, normal rotation player. And this is a game where it was very much needed. The Hornets were having their way with us early on in this game. Uh, and honestly, they, they kind of did anyway defensively. Like, scoring 129 points, that's not a not a little amount of scoring, right? Like, that's a, it's a pretty hefty score. Granted, it went into overtime, so there's always going to be a little bit more added on there. But again, it's only a five-minute overtime. It's not like they're scoring 29 points in that five minutes right? Jabari Parker helped out. Like he came in and played really well, really, really well. And the other guy out of those two was Grant Williams. And I don't, Keith Smith tweeted this earlier too. And I feel like he beat me by like a half a second, but I think we need to start talking about the games where Grant doesn't play well instead of calling out the ones that he does, because this is looking four games in a row now that Grant's played well. You know, the three-point shooting calmed down a little bit. He's no longer shooting 70%. He shot one of four today from three, but three of six from the field, two of two from the line, nine points, a rebound, two assists, a steal, and a block. Defensively played well, uh, but he's, he's continuing to just make his shots. And I tweeted this earlier. Grant Williams is playing a very disciplined game. In the past couple of years, the last two years at least, we've talked about Grant and how he kind of goes crazy when he hits the ball. Tries to do too much. He's playing a very disciplined game of basketball now. He takes his open shots if it's there. He doesn't force anything. If he doesn't have the shot right away, he passes it. And that is all you can ask for, for a role player on this team. 
Like there are guys on this team that can create offense, especially during the sets that he was out there. Like he always had a Jason Tatum or a Jalen Brown or even a Schroeder for that matter. They can go out and create offense. Grant Williams just doing his job. He's being that role player. Uh, and he's doing a hell of a good job with it. A hell of a good job with it. A couple of things I want to highlight, not player related, uh, is assists. We talked last game about it as well. Tonight, really good game assist-wise. 33 assists on 50 makes. And a lot of it just is coming from driving to the hoop, finding an open guy. It's the brand of basketball that we've been praying for, that we've been advocating for this entire season. And tonight was just a solid, solid game from that standpoint. This Charlotte Hornets team is young. It's athletic. They love to run the run the ball. They love getting out in fast break. They force turnovers. And they have what was prior to this game, the second best ranked offense. As far as assists go, as far as points in the paint, the Celtics more or less shut that down. Like we had significantly, they only had 26 assists. Only had 26 assists tonight in an overtime game. So this is a really solid performance. Although they scored 129 points, like we made them uncomfortable. We forced mistakes. You look at the turnover battle too. Like the Celtics just just got it. We got it all done. Looking at three-point percentage. That's the one thing Charlotte killed us in. 19 of 44, 43%. But you look at the rest of the game. Like we out-rebounded them. We had significantly more assists. 33 to 26. Eight steals to their four. Nine blocks to their six. 12 turnovers to their 14. Like we did what they typically do to teams. Fast break points, we even beat them. 22-15. Points in the paint, 52-50. to So everything that the Charlotte Hornets have done really well all season long, and again, it's only three games, but this is a fun team to watch. Like this is a very talented, skilled, young, fast team. And the Celtics beat them at their game. And this is without Al Horford as well. And Romeo, who's been playing well. So this is a game you got to be happy with as a Celtics fan. Were there mistakes? Sure. Uh, but overall, this is a solid, solid win to get them back to 500. Hopefully, you know, we go out. We've got Washington two games in a row after this. Can we get back up to four and two? This I said this last podcast, this was the game that was going to be a difference maker because this is the toughest team we're facing this week. And then it's Washington, Washington. So, well, I guess, yeah, it's Washington on Wednesday, Washington on Saturday. So can we make a run? Can we start to move up those standings a little bit? Can we get our guys back? These are all of the questions that are going to be asked. I do want to switch things up. 
Uh, go negatives for a little bit. Like I said, not much to talk about there. Before we do so though, I wanna take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, let's talk some negatives here. Again, like I said, we'll keep this short, uh, but I do want to talk about the Celtics reserves here. And I talked a little bit about Jabari Parker and Grant Williams, both having solid games. Uh, but it's time to talk about some of the other guys. And obviously, no Romeo, no Al Horford, both of which will be rotation players. So Ime had to kind of adapt, bring in other guys. Jabari was one of them. Hernan Gomez was another. Neither of which have played uh, much, if all, this season. And Hernan Gomez didn't look very good. Didn't look very good. Had a team, uh, well, actually, I guess it wasn't a team worse, negative five. Peyton Pritchard was there with him there. Uh, but he's just not, he's not going to do much. He only played four minutes. He so really can't give him too much shit. But got lost defensively a couple times in those four minutes. Uh, and then got taken out. You know, the other guy, Pritchard, didn't really do much either. You know, last year, he just, he came out guns blazing. And it was needed last year. We had the offense. We didn't have any offense. So we needed someone to come in and provide some. This year, we have better players surrounding him, better players on this team. But he's not really fitting in. And... The other guy that kind of fits in that mold is Aaron Neesmith. And tonight, he didn't even play. Not because he was injured. Obviously, like, there's there hasn't been a report saying that Aaron Neesmith is sitting because the coach doesn't trust him. But that's the way it looks. Like, right now, the first three games of this season, Aaron Neesmith has been a dud. Like, he hasn't done anything. For the Celtics team. 
Like his job, Peyton Pritchard's job, is to be a floor spacer. Simple and plain. Like that's their job, to be a floor spacer. And neither of them so far have really done that. I don't know if the the lights are too bright now that there are fans in the stands, uh, but it's been a it's been a struggle for both of them, and that is unfortunate because I very much enjoyed watching both of those guys, whether it be last year or this preseason or this summer league, like they both can play, and I thought that Neesmith was really going to make a run of having just a great year like people were talking about him potentially stepping into a starting role after preseason because he looked like that guy he was hitting his shots he learned how to dribble a little bit was hitting fadeaways like he just looked like a guy that knew what he was doing and I don't want to get too down on him because it's again it's early in the season it's only four games in They're finding their way with a different second unit. They're not playing with the same guys they did last year. I get it, right? But at some point, your job is to shoot. Like Aaron Neesmith called himself the sniper. And right now, he's not not hitting anything. So it's it's unfortunate. I mean, that's that's a tough situation. But at this point... You kind of got to move forward. I think Ime has done a, a good job of, you know, put sending in the right rotations. He's still learning. Uh, but, I mean, you look at it. A lot of people are complaining that we're not playing certain guys at certain times. And, listen, when you have 15 guys that could all pretty much go out and play, it's tough. Someone's got to sit. Someone has to. I think he's doing. I think Ime is doing a good job of putting the right guys out there at times. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it does stink that Aaron Neesmith is being put on the back burner a little bit, at least for tonight. Uh, but until he starts to turn that shot around, what are you going to do? Keep putting him out there? I get it. I get it. The other thing that I think the Celtics just really need to focus on is really just going and moving the ball at a faster rate. We talked about this a little bit during the the preseason. Ime wants to run the ball. I still think that as much as as well as we did it tonight with fast break points, there's still an opportunity to just run. Like, I think a couple games ago, Marcus Smart did a good job. And you there you heard audio of it, too, like yelling people, push, push, push. You saw it a little bit with Al, even against the Raptors, as bad as that game was. Like, tonight, I don't think that we really ran the ball up the court as much as we could have. And a lot of that might have just been due to the fact that we're playing Charlotte, who loves to run fast and thrives in that offense. Maybe Ime's game plan was to slow the game down against them. Maybe it was. If it was, sure, I'll take that. I think that needs to be a focal point of this offense moving forward, though. And a lot of it stems on the defensive end. I think tonight you did see it a a couple times. Marcus Smart had a great steal, threw it up to Jalen Brown late in the game. Jason Tatum got in a passing lane. 
forced that forced a turnover there, got out in transition. So you are seeing it. I just think that a lot of a lot of the defensive miscues still kind of happened tonight. Uh, and that that needs to be buttoned up. Once the defense gets figured out, I think they're still kind of working through the whole switching thing with all of the new guys. Uh, and once that kind of, again, works its way out, I think that transition game will improve. But that's still something that the Celtics are struggling with a little bit here. But honestly, I'm going to wrap up the, the negative parts there because overall... This is a really solid game. Solid game, solid win for the Celtics team. Get back to 500. Uh, so that's where I'm going to wrap up the show. Guys, if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, if you're on Facebook, follow the Boston Celtics Till I Die Facebook page. Uh, posting a lot of content up there as well. Uh, besides that, we have a game on Wednesday. Bradley Beal, Washington Wizards. Make sure to tune in. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.